Okay. We give that Stone Cutters Podcast. Aaron Hankins with my main man from Will Cat. Uh, yeah, we still working on the timing. We still working on the timing. Stone Cutters <laughs> Podcast. www.stonecutterspodcast.com. Aaron Hankins with Will Catley. Will Catley. Will got the timing. Cue that time. Right. Good, good job. <laughs> <laughs> because I always think, you know, because I used to do radio. You know what I'm saying? So wait a minute, wait, 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 hold up. When did you do radio? I studied radio broadcasting in college. Man, and I used to. So why am I the one doing all the podcast stuff? You're the one who went to school for this. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you did. You're know. the executive producer. You, right, you're making right. me do all the all the all the work here. <laughs> nah, but it's like you know the drops. They always used to have the drops, and then I was like. But you be confusing me on the drops because like, yeah, they're always is- different. Because I'm just we we still trying to figure it out. Like I don't even know if drops. It, do we need drops? Can I get a drop? <laughs> like what do you think? <laughs> yeah, we gonna have some drops at some point. Drops. So the, yeah. a drop is where we stop talking, and then it's like Stonecutters Podcast brought to you by Cash App. <laughs> 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 yes, we are now on Cash App. <laughs> Dollar Sign Stonecutters Podcast on Cash yeah, App. On Cash App. So, you know, if you love what you're hearing and you want to sow uh, some life into us, you know, we definitely uh, truly appreciate it and accept it. You know, Aaron handles all that side. So it's going to be a great thing. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you know that I won't be spending your money to go make a movie because Aaron has the money. <laughs> Actually, the company Stonecutters LLC has the money. I do not have the money. Do there not, you go. Do not come and ask me for the money. The money will be put to good uses. We will yes. let people know what the what the money will be put towards at a later date. Yeah, yeah. At a later date to be confirmed. Will, hold on yes. a second. So you went to school for, for, for radio broadcasting. Yeah, I met Big Boy and everything. I used to work for um, uh, intern at Power 106 when Big Boy was at Power 106 and intern at uh, 103 to beat. Um, but they had me like uh, in the sales department. Like, you know, you see all the money that comes in far as, uh, as far as, uh, you know, getting advertising on the radio. But I was just filing papers all the time. It was so boring. And then I was like, man, they listen to the same songs every day. I said, nah, this ain't for me. And then you only start off making like forty thousand. I'm like, ah, that ain't me either. But like, if you if you big boy and them, you know what I'm saying? They got you know they're in the millions, you know. So, um, but I realized that it was just a part of the journey, you know. So it kind of really helped me get into acting, helped me know about you know. I used to do the drops for the radio uh, um, at my college, you know. But after a while, it was just like, yeah, 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 this ain't for me. So how did you get those internships? Is it, I guess you went to school and the people, new people in the radio broadcasting school and they just hooked it up or like, did you have to go out there and like get the internship yourself? I had to go out there and get it myself. You know, uh, they help us with putting the resume together and, you know, um, they let you know who the PDs to, um, the program directors who to reach out to. And, uh, when I was at 103, uh, the beat, I was on the street team too. So I met a lot of good people, you know what I mean? And, um, it was fun, you know, it was fun, like, going to different uh, events and stuff like that. But I was just like, it, the, 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 the money don't really add up, you know what I'm saying? So what I really want to do. So I was like, yeah, this is cool, but I'm going to pass through this. But, you know, that was that, radio broadcasting and television at the okay. University of Laverne. Yes, sir. All right. So, Will, I guess a question that comes out of that, and uh, being that you work in sort of the entertainment industry, 
do people come up to you and ask you, hey, can you introduce me to this person? Or, hey, can you tell me about your story? And, like, wanting to get better understanding of how your industry works, like, how do you go about that? Like, do you tell people, hey, go to YouTube? Hey, go to go to Netflix? Hey, all my work is out there. Like, mm-hmm. watch all my work first, and then we can talk. Like, talk, walk us through that. How does that work? Well, when someone comes up to me, I always, like, you know, I kind of discern from what they're saying of where they are. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody has their own journey. You're not going to get there how I got there. You know what I'm saying? So I try to give you the tools based on where you are. Now, somebody that's, you know, right there, you know what I'm saying? They may just need an introduction to a manager or an agent. And maybe that may come from me to give them to who I'm with at the time, you know? Um, so it just depends on, I kind of tailored each for different people, even through Instagram, people hit me up. Well, how do I get into acting? Now, if a person asks me, how do I get into acting? We're at two different spectrums. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't really talk to you about this details because you're just trying to get in. You know what I mean? So now it's like, I'll recommend maybe some books. I'll recommend, you know, you you know, hook up with your people, the neighbor, uh, the, the, the plays and, and the theaters in your area, you know, um, cause some people, when they say, well, how do I get in? Sometimes they want to jump straight to the film and the movies, but nine times out of 10, it don't work that way. But that doesn't mean it won't work that way. It's just, okay, here's where you need to start. So I try to lay a little foundation. Now, if you've been booking and you know, I get some questions like, some people who are successful and they're booking, but they may not be working right now. So they may be feeling a little certain type of way about that. Well, how do I maintain through this meantime? So then I'll have something for that because I've been through that. So I understand what that feels like. Okay. You know, some things you just got to wait out. So you got to kind of discern where the person is at. Then you got some people that's just, they trying to ride your back just to get on. Those people, you kind of leave them people where they at. You know what I'm saying? And you and you can feel that, you know, and you, that's you just bless the mom and God will help you to see you through, you know, and you keep it moving, you know. So you got to kind of identify the people that are really genuine about trying to get to the next level or try. Like, I'm sure you get a lot of people that hit you up about wanting to work for Nike, you know, and then you can discern what's their intention. Some people just want to work for the shoes. That's saying that's a bad thing. Some people just want to get the easy way to get through Aaron and go. You know what I mean? And then I also look at who did the recommendation come from? Because if you send me somebody, Aaron, saying this is my cousin who who wants to get into acting, see, we have a relationship. Yeah. So now I'm going to pour out all my resources to help this person. You know what I'm saying? Because it's family. You know, not that I won't do it for someone on Instagram, but I would just have or Twitter or social media, whatever, or walking on the street. I'm always open to give whatever I've learned along the way. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Don't cast your seeds or your pearls among swine. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't no point to give you all the jewels. If I know you ain't nowhere near to receive that yet, you're not going to tell Marin, your daughter about how to do things, how to design shoes on whatever you're working on top secret at Nike yet. She can't handle that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to have that conversation with her yet. You might poke at it a little bit, 
you may help her build blocks and Legos because you like, listen, one day you're going to do this. You know what I mean? But you're not going to give her all that type of knowledge because she can't handle that yet. So how do you uh, how do you balance that out wanting to help everybody? So what you're saying basically is that everybody either isn't ready to be helped or can't be helped. Right. No, everybody's ready to be helped. But you have to tailor the help specifically for the person of where they're at. Okay. Yeah. Boom. So, if somebody- but the, but the, but the question behind the question is, you know, a person like you who and like me who desires to help everyone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But then we get drained from trying to help everyone. You know what I'm saying? So that's when we have to sit back and say, who actually needs this from me right now? And who needs to listen to the podcast? Because you get some people that going to come to you and say, Aaron, I need help with this. And you're going to say, hey, there's 10 episodes on the podcast. Start to listen to that because I think that will benefit you for where you're at. You know what I'm saying? I see uh, the man of God I send under all the time. People ask questions online. And he'll simply say, I already went over that. This will benefit you when you go and rewatch. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I already did that at, and we on, we on minute 50. I, I said that at minute 10. So it's going to benefit you if you go back to 10 because that's where you're at right now. And that's okay to identify where you are. There's times where I wanted to be on, like whatever on is, but I wanted to be doing like my peers were doing, but it wasn't the time. And we talked about this early on. when We talked about finding your tribe, finding the people that you need to come up with. You know what I'm saying? I can't just walk into LeBron's camp and be like, yo, I'm here. Put me on. They, they got to vet me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy to get on if I come with my own stuff anyway. You see what I'm saying? I see. So, yeah. Interesting. Definitely interesting. And you're right. I have been thinking a lot about it because uh, folks have been reaching out to me. And I think to what you're saying is that everybody is at different points. And... Uh, <clears throat> I probably need to take a little bit more time to understand where people are at because I think that wanting to help people is something that <coughs> was one of my original aspirations in all of this. And I told myself early on that I said, as I was taking this Nike journey, I was like, I'm going to try to make this easier for the people that come behind me or the people that come after me, the people that want to work here after right. the fact. But what ends up happening is, is that after the second month or after the second year, or after the third year, or finally in the fourth year when I finally got it, it's like, well, it took me four years to get to that point where I was able to get an, <coughs> get an interview, get in there, get get the, get the really the job of my dreams in one shot. But all the different things that went into it beforehand. So when I meet people, it's like, I don't know if you've been looking at working at Nike for a day, a hundred days. 100 weeks, 100 months. You know, I don't know any of that. And mm-hmm. and and really it's about asking the questions to sort of figure out how 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 much have you invested in this? And then I, from from how much you invest in it, I can actually give you some of the the tools or the learning blocks when I was at that point in the process. Right. I right. get it. That's I get it now. Stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good. And, and, and you know you can't help someone if you haven't helped yourself. So if you depleted trying to give everybody everything, then you're not going to have anything for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, that's the thing that I think most of us, we don't pour into ourselves to be able to give something back. 
and just knowing who to give it to and who not to give it to. You know what I mean? And it's not that you're not wanting to help. Sometimes help is saying no. No, you need to start over or no, I can't do it right now. Because that helps somebody figure it out for themselves. I think that's the tough part is is letting people figure it out for themselves where it's just like, well, wait a minute. You know, like I think a perfect example is, is that I'm at this point where, yes, I can tell people I can say, well, hey, I want to learn about how you got a job at Nike. And I can say, listen to the podcast. I can say, go to the website. I can say, go to my blog post. I can I can tell people to do all these different things. They still need to go and make that step and take that take that leap to go out there and to learn these different things on their own. You know, and I'm just like, well, are you really about it? Are you really going to do it or do I need to start conversation with you first to sort of figure where you're at and everything? So mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, man, just just thinking out loud a little bit. And I know that you you get it all the time. Do you like do you feel like there's where are your boundaries at? In what regards to to helping people? And do you have boundaries and, and how, how how have you set boundaries for yourself? You know, you know, just a minute ago, you talked about how you said like sometimes you just have to tell people no. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is to say no. No comes from somebody getting close to a boundary or somebody, you know, the the, the no sort of is like you're, you're overstepping something or it's like, no, I, I don't want you to go this way. I want you to go that way. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, I think it's just the no is the boundary of the no is just necessary. You know, if your daughter is trying to touch the stove, you say no. Cause you know, she's going to burn her hand. You know what I mean? If I give you too much of this knowledge and wisdom that I learned along the way, it's going to do more harm than good because you're not going to understand it because you haven't reached that phase yet. So my no is in love. It's not my no is not in don't continue. You know what I'm saying? It's just like me going out for different jobs. Some may say no, but everybody ain't going to say no. You know, but they, to me, the no's are, they direct me to the yes. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of just judge, you know, depending on where the person is, you know, because I got, I, I mentor children too. You know what I'm saying? Like children meaning like 14 to 16, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes I can't tell them about all the stuff that I want to say. I got to give it to them piece by piece. Okay. You know, and some of them are further along than me and they probably can't tell me about all the things they want to say. They give it to me piece by piece. I would rather take something that I need for right now than you give me something for the future that destroys my thinking of wanting to continue forward because the future doesn't look as bright because of what you told me. That's like saying like we we in a sauna today, me and my boy Van, right? Working out at the gym. And the dude is saying, Ah oh, man, there's no good people in LA. Everybody's out here phony and fake, and this is that and the third. It's to the point we almost wanted to get out of the sauna because, like, yo, you're poisoning in my mind. I don't want to hear that. You know Got what I'm it. saying? Yeah. Because somewhere along the way, that was his experience. You I, see what I'm saying? Yeah. You follow what I'm what I'm trying to tie in? Well, here? yeah. Because the thing is, is that I mean, and I and I, I I understand it now is that like even with what I just said, like somebody wants to work at Nike, uh-huh. and they talk to me. And what do I do? I tell them about all the no's and all the years and all these different things. And I've scared them off so quickly instead of being like, hey, you should apply. What job do you like? And then they apply to a job. They get a, they get a call back. It starts the process because that's how it happened for me. 
You right. know, there's actually years of me applying to jobs and not hearing anything. And it was finally when I sent something in and I heard something back, that's when it really piqued my interest. And it really got me to a point where it was like, well, maybe I need to go above and beyond. Well, maybe I need to learn something new. Or maybe I need to take a risk. And maybe right. I need to do this and maybe I need to do that. So ultimately it got me there eventually but when i'm talking to somebody fresh off the street or somebody that just knows me from nobody and they get introduced to me and i tell them about all the difficulties and all the hardships it would just be like you will if somebody was like hey man i want to work on television it's like you know what you're gonna have to deal with at least 300 auditions where people are gonna have to tell you no 299 times before you actually get that one and that one sends you here and it's like people are going to be like, OK, I really don't want to do that anymore versus along the way, building up the resiliency and letting all the different things that happen to you along the way, build your character and improve you and make you a better person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're I get what you're saying now. You're really depriving that person of that experience by basically showing them the road that you took. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, what I would say. The best advice that someone can ever get from me when it comes to acting, no matter where they're starting at, but usually I can tell like where you're at. And I'll say to them, I would say, if you say, we're going to play it right now. Aaron, say to me, hey, man, I want to act. I want to do what you're doing. Let's play. Yo, yo, is that Will? Yo, man, I've seen you on all these shows, man. You've been on that show. You've been on this show. Yo, man, how do I Thank get you, brother. How, Thank how you. How do Thank I you. get into the industry, man? Yo, I want to do exactly what you're doing. Like, how do I How do I do this? Yo, you've done, like, all these different things. Tell me, man, what's going on? Listen, what's your name, brother? Aaron. Aaron, 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 Aaron. It's good to meet you, man. Good to meet you. Aaron, um... What I would say to you, Aaron, is that one, you can do it and may, and you, you would probably do more than I'm doing. But my second thing I would say to you in this process, don't get bitter. And then, all right, man, it's good to meet you. And the person will feel that they didn't get anything. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But if you really want to do it, it's going to happen. You're going to find the roles that you need to do. But if you get bitter in the process, when people are not calling your phone, when you don't have money, when your parents are saying, what are you doing? Go get a job. Everybody's worked in the government where you're from. You know, you shouldn't be out here chasing your dream. Um, you know, well, what are you going to do for money? You can't afford class, you know. Uh, or when they say you got to sleep with somebody to get to the next level. You know, you got so many different things that our things are going to say when you finally get your contract and you really look at your contract and you see that they're screwing the hell out of your ass like a music <laughs> contract at some point in time. Don't get bitter because when you get bitter, you're not going to pursue that thing with the same childlike zeal that you had before. Now, I can't tell you all that, Aaron, because you're not ready for all that right now. And there's some good in it, too, though. You make money. You can take care of your family. You get fame. People give you stuff. You're able to go around the world. You fly first class. They have a car that pick you up. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of beautiful things, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But everything that glitter ain't gold. But I can't tell Aaron that in one conversation we stop on the street. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm familiar with where he's at in the process. But I know for me, there was a time that I got bitter. 
man, ain't nobody checking for me. I'm better than all these niggas out here, man. Ain't nobody doing this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to put me on. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All that better. And then I said, hold up. I'm next. I'm next. You know? Because life was happening. You know? You ain't had no money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you better because your girlfriend left you and broke your heart. So now you mad at the world. Maybe you lost your mother or your father or your sister. It's so many things that uh, can make a person bitter in this world. But you always got to stay positive and looking towards the hills of where you want to go. I remember this being in my acting class and my teacher, Gary Emhoff, one of the best teachers I've ever studied with. And he said, Will, nobody cares. <laughs> Ain't nobody give a shit about what you got going on in your personal life. Nobody cares. What we care about is what these two characters are doing right now in this moment that you're playing. Nobody cares about if you ain't got no money. Nobody cares if your girlfriend just left you. Nobody cares if they just repo your car. Nobody cares that you just got kicked out of your apartment. Nobody cares. But you have to not get bitter in the process of going forward if you truly believe that's what you're supposed to do. Well, okay. <laughs> Man. And that's that. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, yeah, well, I, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So, Will. Uh, You're welcome. And everyone else is welcome that will listen to this podcast. Because that's going to really help somebody. Because it helped me. And I'm sure we've both been there, Aaron. You know what I'm saying? On a process to Nike, you've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've seen you when you've been like bitter. And just oh, like, yes. You yes, know, yes. I've seen you. I've seen you. Oh, my you goodness. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So how do people not get bitter? How did Aaron not get bitter? Oh, man. I think to, to rem- continue to remind myself where that childlike zeal and zest for it came from. Mm-hmm. And to remind myself, whenever it whenever it started to make a turn for the worse, or with that bitterness, anytime that bitterness came into play, it's like, well, what is this really about, and what is this really for? Mm-hmm. And constantly reminding myself that, mm-hmm. and the bitterness, yeah, it goes away. It's replaced with sweetness. Hey man, ah, you're preaching, Aaron. You're preaching. <laughs> ah, you're preaching. And that's good stuff, man. Not and having good people around you to encourage you along the way and sometimes you just have to encourage yourself because if you see if you look at Aaron and you look at Will and you see that they have accomplished what you want to do then know that you can do it and do it even more that's got to be the fact it can happen you know and it will happen and that keeps you from bitterness you know and that's what I've done. I've seen a lot of my friends, you know, make it, you know what I mean? And we see a lot of people that make it and they're still not happy. So it's not like you want what Aaron has or what Will has. You want your own thing, you know, but just don't get better. Whatever it is that you do, maybe you're not an actor. Maybe you don't want to work for Nike. Maybe you want to own your own business. Maybe you want to start your own shoe line. Maybe you want to start your own makeup company. Maybe you want to design furniture. Maybe you don't want to do none of that. Maybe you just want to be a teacher or whatever it is that you want to do or make appliances or 
do be be a person on the news and do the weather. Whatever it is that you want to do is what's important and not getting bitter in the process of anything. You know, even when it comes, we're both married men. Right, Aaron? Absolutely. And, and you know, we have times where things are not always good in the home, you know, but we have to come home and we can't get better. We can't take that out into the world. You know what I'm saying? We have to sit down and talk to our spouse. And sometimes our spouses, they, they don't want to deal with us. They don't want to hear about Nike. <laughs> they don't want to hear about acting. No, nope. they got their own stuff that they want to do. Absolutely. They know that, Here comes Aaron home again. Talking about. Freaking Nike. <laughs> Here comes Will home again talking about something about acting. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes they don't. You know, sometimes I have to shut things off before I come into the door. You know? I'm learning how to do that as well, how to shut things off. So it's still a work in progress. Yeah, I'm, I'm working, you know, because I love my craft, you know. Me too. But, uh, I love my craft know. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, well, you know, I try to spend as much time with the wife. And see what she wants to do as far as me telling her about all this stuff. Because I'm, I'm a type of person, I'm going to tell you the, from the, the spectrum. I'm going to tell you the good, and I'm going to tell you the in-between, and I'm going to tell you when they got me hot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes she be hearing more, they got me hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so then she don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? But I tell the in-between, and it's good too, you know? It's good moments as well, too. But boy, sometimes I'm telling you, uh, the industry I, I, I live in is great and beautiful, but it will try you sometimes. <laughs> All right, Will. Well, uh, I think this brings the end of another podcast episode. Uh, Stonecutters Podcast at gmail.com. If you have questions for the podcast, you can send uh, topics in, anything you'd like us to talk about. Uh, me and Will just got finished wrapping up a very spirited discussion about helping people along the way, helping people, I guess, Will, how would you say it? Helping people how they need it, when they need it in, in, in a manner that's going to best help them. I don't know how, exactly. how I don't know how we want to title this uh, podcast. We want to name it uh, steak to a baby. <laughs> Cause you, you don't want, you don't want to feed steak to a baby. So Ooh, I like that. Aaron. I like that. As my dad would say, I like that. That's good stuff because we've been intentional about the help. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We've been intentional about the help. You know, like for me, I'm at a place now where, you know, um, I'm getting, I'm, I know I'm moving in a place where I'm going to be able to be mentored by people who have went further than me. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to be able to catch those Jews right now. I'll catch them, you know, when they leave them on the screen or whatever the case may be. But, some things that like a Denzel would say, even though he's casting a wide net, depending on where you are is what you're going to receive. Okay. Some people are not going to receive the same thing that he's saying. You know, I always go back to it. When I went to a play and watched this man at, uh, when he did, um, Iceman cometh and he was in the scene doing a monologue. Can't remember the monologue, but I can remember him in the monologue. He said something about the heart. And as he's saying it, he's tapping the dude on the heart before the line heart came out. See, that was a gift for me. I said, ah, this man is thinking he's in another another place. Now, some people don't even get that. They might not never see that. They might watch the play over and over again and never catch that moment. But for me, I caught those moments. And some of the monologues that he was having, I said, ah, this man's really lived that in his real life. Because you caught so it at said, the right moment. 
caught it at the right moment. See this shirt right here? This is a Muhammad Ali edition, right? Speed it's versus just... power. Now listen, sp timing will beat speed. Precision will beat power. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now someone may look at this and say, speed versus power. Oh, man, you got to have speed, man. You know, speed versus power. But you can have all the speed in the world. But if you don't have timing, you will lose. You can have the, all the power in the world. But if you don't have precision, you will lose. Listen, George Foreman had all the power. Right? Mm -hmm. He should have beat Muhammad Ali. Mama had speed and Timing, timing. And, pre and precision. Yeah, precision. <laughs> because he took a licking in order to keep on ticking. You see what I'm saying? He got hit so many times that he tied George Foreman out. With George Foreman, power didn't mean anything anymore. Well, his speed didn't. It didn't have the timing that it once had. But Muhammad had the timing and the speed, and he had the precision to go along with the power. Ah, uh, that's a message. For somebody. That's for you, Lauren. You know me and Aaron always calling out names. That's for you, Lauren. <laughs> so, Stonecutters Podcast. Stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. This brings to brings to an end another episode from Aaron Hankins and Mr. Will Mr. <laughs> Will Catlett. <laughs> so you like the, Mr. Yeah, do you like the introduction? Do you want me to just be like Aaron Hankins and and leave it open, or do you want me to be Aaron Hankins and Mr. Academy Award winning director, writer, producer, <laughs> singer, I receive. comedian? I receive. I receive. I think you should just say, you know, uh, this is a Stonecutter podcast. This is Aaron. And, you know, you'll say your last name, and I just jump in. Will Catley. That's it. You don't even need to add. Let's try it. Let's try it. Stonecutter's podcast. Aaron Hankins. Will Catley. See how it flow? <laughs> it flows.